ladies and gents, accountability. That's the A word that we just don't like all the time. But if that's for you, if you're all about being accountable because you want to hit that next level, then today's show's for you. Let's do this thing. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bro. show that's right who's who's here who's here well all right before we get started ladies and gents just a friendly reminder to like share subscribe because every time you do you help an entrepreneur find a customer and a customer find a solution to their problem and our our motto in business is to be of service to others so liking and sharing helps us out thank you very much all right let's see success in anything requires hard work and effort it requires personal accountability because at the end of the day you're responsible for your own future. And today's guest is on a mission to help clients create and maintain a solid mindset and the emotional maturity uh, to stay steady in business and in life. Now, she runs a, a large online businesses with multiple income streams, unlimited possibilities, and unmatched products. Now, if you're ready to become the person who levels up by actually leveling up your mind and body, then this episode's for you. So let's welcome to the show from Level After Next, Katie Barnett. <laughs> All right, Katie, did I hit you with your best shot? You did. I want you to introduce me every time I walk into a room, please. <laughs> well, now you are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So you can take that little clip, play it as your uh, 5 a.m. call when the alarm goes off. And be like, yes, I'm Katie going to. Barnett. <laughs> I'll, ask, right. I'll ask Alexa. Wake there me you up go. with it. There you go. Perfect. All right. Um, you know, accountability. It's one of the it's 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 a it's a four-letter word almost uh you know quite, quite a few more syllables after that but it's one of those things that we all hate um because it's something you look in the mirror and all of a sudden it requires you to do something to live up to your end of the bargain even though you made a bargain with nobody but yourself so uh let me ask you a little bit about who you are and what is it that you do katie skills i've acquired over a very long career yeah what are those skills i'm a mom of three I have a master's in curriculum and instruction. I went to school to be a teacher and uh, and then, you know, just paid off student loans for a really long time. <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on Had that. Kids. I, too, am an educator and happy belated Mother's Day, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, I took a nap. That was great. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's what we need uh, after having a, a bunch of kids running around. How old are your kids? They are five, seven, and nine. Oh, yeah. Nap time is perfect. That's exactly what you need. Oh, no, 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 no. Non I remember those stop. days. Mine are 12 yes, and 13 now. So they, they're they relatively on their own, dealing with some different types of problems. But a five-year-old, I remember those days. Boys or girls? Uh, one boy, one girl. Dude, they get really cool, though, don't they? Aren't they, like, fun to hang around with? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. My daughter's way more uh, like me as far as athletics is concerned, and my my son is way more like me when it comes to nerdy now. So yeah. it's really cool to hang out with both of them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Lately, my my nine year old he'll be ten this month, so I'm just like hanging on to nine. But he's so cool. I'm like, dude, you get my sense of humor now, and I really love your music style. So we probably shouldn't be listening to music together or making jokes, but it's also very fun. <laughs> yeah. You can't help it. They're, they're, they're a split an image. They got some of your DNA. They're going to like a lot of the same things. Well, yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about this because, you know, we're describing what it's like to be at home with our kids, but sometimes for us personally, I know this is something that I've been working on myself. Um, is there's something that I wrote in my journal not too long ago that I keep saying over and over again, and it's not really a bad thing. It's just a thing. And it's, I am not my parents. Uh, and to understand that even though, you know, my parents are amazing, they're great. Uh, they have a nice level of perfection, but that also sets the bar in my life. And all of a sudden, when I'm trying to do things in my own life, I'm looking at this bar, like, do I have to meet this bar? Am I, you know, that's the way mom and dad taught me. That's the way mom and dad do it. That's the way, you know, it kind of takes away from my own identity sometimes. And I think it's, it takes away from our own personal accountability. When you deal with clients, do you deal with any of those types of issues? And maybe how does it reflect when you think about raising your kids? Well, I mean, yes, all the time. I think in a number of different ways to that level, we set those bars in everything, you know, whether it's in business or whether it's as a parent, um, you know, running a business from home is hard, especially when your kids start realizing that they can like use it against you and be like, Mm -hmm. you're always in a meeting or you're always on your phone, you start feeling guilty. And um, so, yeah. And then here I am in a, a business that is nothing like anybody in my family has ever done. So it's kind of hard for them to understand why it's important for me to like post something on Instagram, you know, to them, that's not income generating activity, but it is for me, you know? And so there's a, there's a lot of that and we're spending a lot of time with my parents. And so I recognize um, just dinner time is kind of an interesting time for, for me to have this moment of revelation, I guess, where I think they're still in that, like children should be seen and not heard. And mm. I'll just let, I let my kids just kind of take run of the time. Cause I'm like, this is when I might actually get to hear something about them and their life and their school and their friends and everything else. So, um, yeah, it's all, I mean, that's, it's just all over the board. And I think that when it comes to people in business, starting a new business, um, children can be, it's kind of, it fits really well into that taking responsibility because children become the excuse for why we can't do things, you know? Mm. And, for me, they're the reason why I do everything. And I know that everybody feels that way, but it's the reason why I am determined to be as successful as humanly possible. And it's not just so that they can have their college careers paid for, but so that they can watch somebody, you know, too old to start something new, go ahead and slay it. I love how you said that because uh, I've been I've been feeling that I'll be forty this year, and uh, as I as I round that next uh, decade, a lot of those thoughts in my mind start going through my head. Right? Am I exactly where I thought I would be at forty? No. Uh, you know, am I progressing further than I was? Yes. Uh, should I be starting something new? Is it too late? Am I too old? Like a lot of those thoughts creep into my mind. Imposter syndrome sets in, man, you've been doing this for a while. Like, why aren't you where you think you're supposed to be? All these different thoughts. 
how do we kind of align them and and use those same types of things because my, my thing is always perspective right like okay i might be thinking that right now but there's a whole other side that maybe i'm not seeing right oh yeah and i mean so many people are looking to you going well i can't do that you know where you'd probably turn around to them and be like yeah, you can. You absolutely yeah. can. I had imposter syndrome set in so big. I am in production for my podcast and we're working on all these things. And all of a sudden I just had this moment of like, what am I, what am I doing? What, why does anybody even want to listen to me? And what really helped me in that moment was to listen to one of the worst podcasts, podcasts on the face of the earth that apparently gets all kinds of listeners and um oh my gosh the advice was just i don't even know how i found it somewhere on instagram and i was like okay no never mind i have a responsibility to be like a voice of reason and good and provide value out there in this world where people can apparently talk about whatever they want to but um yeah i think that that's like an interesting thing too that wondering of of where did i think i would be at this point in life if you had asked me when I was 15, I would have said something totally different from when I was 23 to when I was 32, you know, mm -hmm. to um, then if I just go back three years ago, I'm like, dude, I'm crushing it based on what I thought I'd be doing three years ago, you know? So um, I think that we have to give ourselves some grace and really just appreciate the ride. And, you know, then that accountability comes in and it's like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Because it, it may not be the same path that you thought you were going to be on. God knows mine has changed course so many times. It's not even funny. But I am dedicated to that movement and that, that you know, the vision I have for my family and my business and my future. Let's talk about the business. So one of the things that I love to do about my podcast is we literally take a 30-minute uh, podcast interview and we can turn it into 30 days of content. And uh, I, I love to break up my podcast with little clips like these that I use to kind of guide the discussion. So let's jump into your business itself. If you're good at something, never do it for free. What do you get paid to do? Well, I, uh, my, my biggest income comes from a company that I work with that is in like the dreaded network marketing zone. Um, that was where I had started a, a small business in art. And then that was taking up so much time. The creativity was fun for me, but I was stressed out to the max. And my ADHD pushes everything to the very last minute. So I was working during nap times and staying up late and having to get newborns out of bed. And Oof. and it just wasn't it wasn't good. So then I was introduced to oh well I you know like everybody else you should join this you should do this you should sell this you'd be great. And I wanted nothing to do with it. And then a friend showed me a product that I actually really liked that was going to help my family. And I was like, all right, fine. Got into that and um, with no expectations, but ended up doing very well at it. I have a good understanding of social media. I, I pay a lot of attention to how people interact. I spend mm -hmm. a lot of money online, so I like pay attention to that kind of behavior. And, um, and I not only became really successful and grew a large team of over 1,300 people, but I, um, I was a su successful leader. I was you know, earning awards earning over six figures, but I was, there was a struggle in it, which there is in a lot of companies like that. And so, um, a little over a year ago, I found something that was really 
much more in alignment with what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be able to offer other people as far as building their own businesses. And that's where I'm at now. So I sell health and wellness products. And and then on the side, I do a podcast and I write and have a blog and and get to do all these other things that are kind of really getting to push what my main goal is as far as providing value and helping other people. Let's talk about that that podcast because <clears throat> I feel like you already took a leap ahead of what a lot of other entrepreneurs struggle with. Uh, the first and foremost is how do I get in front of more people and tell them what it is I do? And one of the cool things about a network marketing company that I don't think people realize, yeah, it's an MLM. Yes, uh, a lot of people fail at it, but they don't usually fail because they suck. They fail because they're not putting themselves in front of people to talk about their product or service. And I think a, a network marketing company allows you to take a business in a box and literally get your skills, improve your skills at talking to people, presenting, posting on social media. And I think a podcast will also help do those things. If you were, if I was to talk to you before you started your network marketing company compared to now, how comfortable do you feel in creating content, in your confidence, in your voice, in your confidence behind your messaging? I've changed a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I am nothing close to who I was five years ago. Um, and it's been because of just like how much I always tell my team or anybody that I'm coaching, um, that it's, it's personal development wrapped around a comp plan, you know? And so the amount of personal development that I've gotten to dive into the courses I've taken, the coaching I've received, the mentorship that I get, um, just this constant learning more about who I am, how to communicate with other people. Um, it has changed everything about the way that I parent, the way that I communicate, the way that I get to reach other people. Um, it's been everything. And so, yeah, network marketing, while it does, it has that stigma, I think that it's coming out of it. Some companies are kind of intrinsically limited. And that was what I was up against um, was just a difficult system. But in the right systems and with the right kind of people around you, it's just it really is a really exceptional way to just open up a new stream of income nowadays, which is what everybody's everybody should be doing. Mm -hmm. And you've started by building a following. I mean, when you built your MLM, you said you had, you know, a downline of like 1300 people. These are people that you're able to communicate with uh, essentially a following or a tribe that you had built around a particular lifestyle or product or service. How much of that can you take with you to that next venture that you're going on? How much of them are going to follow you to your social media pages, to your podcast, to your other things? And, you know, essentially, what is the value in, in building that kind of network? I mean, it's, it's pretty big. That was just my team. But on a bigger level, I was providing training for anybody, you know, across the company who wanted to learn. And my biggest thing was just providing value. It was a lot of encouragement more than anything, talking about the same things that we're talking about here, um, showing up, being um, dedicated to what your day is going to be, trying to fit that business in. And so um, it, it, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it was definitely beneficial in moving to the new company, which was something that I never had intended to do. Um, but Growing a following and providing value was something that I was very intentional about during my time in my first business, simply because I had watched other people provide the value that I needed. And, I, you know, I had resonated with moms finally being honest about what it's like to 
raise children and just, you know, and it doesn't just have to be about motherhood. It's about anything. When somebody like finally says the thing that you've been feeling for so long, like that to me is what social media is about. It's about being relatable. It's about bringing people together, letting people feel like they're not so crazy. And um, so I feel like more than the team I had built, but the following that I was dedicated to building based on authenticity and the realness of life and being able to just talk about some of the harder things um, was, it was big. And I've, you know, since continued to grow relationships within that community and then grow further outside as well. And now you're going to be launching a podcast to to continue essentially to bring more value. So let's let's talk about this. Let's create some content around around the podcast. So uh, let's talk about why. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing this? Because I want to know. The simple reason. Ever since I was a child, all I wanted was my own radio show. <clears throat> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me you weren't that kid. Uh, I'm, I'm not talking about myself here. Tell me you weren't that kid that would pop a, a, a tape deck in the uh, in the recorder, wait for the DJ to stop talking so you can hit record to, hit, to, to record your favorite song. Yes. Yes. I just wanted to. <laughs> gosh, that's all I wanted to do. It still sounds like so much fun. I'm, I'm. You know what? Maybe this podcast is really just a way for some radio station to be like, okay, come on. You can come answer some questions and introduce some some pop hits. Why not? Why not? You got Spotify now. Spotify is hooked up with Anchor. So you know you can play DJ Katie all day long. It's what I'm looking to do. I don't know. I feel like I have a pretty decent radio voice. You know, I can change it up if I need to. I would really love to answer people's relationship questions with, you know, based on nothing other than how I'm feeling in the moment. It just seems like so much fun. <laughs> it totally does. All right, so who's going to be your ideal listener? Who's this podcast meant for? I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. Listen, we're going to go. It's going to be a business focus. It is, except for I just don't. The business podcasts that I listen to out there are so serious. They're just so serious, and that is not me. I am... I can be ridiculous. I can be, you know, like make metaphors out of weird stuff. I am, I am real, you know? And so I'm hoping that it will be entertaining for, entertaining enough for anyone to become inspired into action in anywhere in their life that they need that. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're going to have some fun with this thing. That's what it's all about. I mean, look, yeah. DJ Katie can do whatever she wants on her podcast. It can be very business focused. You can be on a show called The Business Bros and still smile throughout the entire thing. So, yes, you can do a business show that is not boring. Play some movie clips because that's that's the fun part for me. I think in movies, I uh, literally was watching Forrest Gump yesterday as I was making dinner for for moms. Uh, and, uh, I just feel like every time something happens in life, I finish it with a movie clip and Forrest yeah. has tons of great clips on there. All right. How are, help me out as an entrepreneur who's starting, maybe they're going to get into the MLM. Maybe they're trying to grow their business. Maybe they're ready to level up. Um, how, what, what's your process like? Like, well, I mean, I'm going to play a screen that says sales process, but what was your process like in building your network?
massive one like that. So, you know, in sales and whether you're talking about an MLM or really anything, there are like crushing, soul crushing moments. And sometimes it's as simple as asking somebody if they want to purchase something, if they want to host something for you, um, if they're interested in learning more about it. And they're like, no way. I remember <laughs> I sent one time my cousin who like, we love each other deeply. And she was her response was like, hell bleep no. <laughs> and I... I was like, well, if that wasn't a shoot down, <laughs> but I've gotten them across the board, right? And so um, it's it's so much about being so aware of what your goal is. And hopefully that means that you are super in alignment with the company, the products, the, you know, the values, all of that. Like if you're not, you need to do some research so that you can become that. But when you're so in alignment with what you're doing and when you have like the vision of where you're going, then you are much more capable of not letting those like crashes take you all the, all the way down. In the same way that, you know, one of my mentors talks all the time about like this roller coaster that we go on in business and sales where it's like one thing can crash us to the bottom. And then like the next moment it's like, hey, somebody, you know, something great happened and you're way at the top and it's so awesome. And and then you get crashed down. Somebody's mad about, you know, an order that didn't ship. And and so you're just constantly up and down and up and down. And the same thing happens when you're starting your own personal business. Maybe your family's like, no, we don't want to support that. Um, no, we don't think that you should stop working your, you know, barely making any money part-time job to do something like this. You know, they all have their own opinions. Same like babe with like baby names, you know. Sorry, mm -hmm. taking this way. This is what I do. This is what my audience is gonna see you like a bird. Squirrel, nut. Um <laughs> But, you know, the baby names, you're like, we think we're going to name him Abel. And everybody's like, that is the worst name ever. Mm -hmm. And some somebody else is like, I had a kid named Abel in my preschool class and he ate all the bird seed and then he <laughs> had to go to the hospital. And you're like, the hell? <laughs> it's the same thing. Everybody has an opinion on everything, right? So you just – you get that vision. You feel in alignment with what you're doing. And then you set – your thermostat, okay? Mm. Because you cannot let every little thing drop you and you can't let every great thing get you so high that you're not going to take the next step. Because when you when you are on that roller coaster, it makes it very hard to keep going and anything can slow you down and all the bad things in your head start bubbling up and then you think that you suck at everything um, or you get so high that you think, oh, this is just going to be a piece of cake and it's not. It's not mm -hmm. ever just going to be a piece of cake. You're going to get better. You're going to learn to like accept the nose. You're going to learn to um to like ride the highs with some humble pie and know that the next day if you want to get that high again, you've got to work. You've got to work. Got to keep going. And so it's really just one foot in front of the other and and the more you can start any business with that in mind, the better you're going to do. Um it can take some people a long time. I think that when it comes to a business like an MLM, people really expect that it's just going to be easy money. And mm -hmm. um, those of us who are succeeding, it's it's not that. Some are harder than others. I happen to be in an incredible company where the systems are exceptional and it's not tons of hard 
work, but it's work and I do it every day and I love it and I get to help other people do it. But um, there's not, I don't know of anything out there that you just like, you know, except for some crypto scams where you, by the way, you're not going to get your money back. But um, <laughs> some of those are gone. I should know. Oh, ouch. But look, here, here's the thing, right? You're, you're literally talking about a mistake. And, and in business, we are going to make them. We're going to try to take investments. And almost every single time you try to take the shortcut, you end up getting screwed every single time. And, and, and let's talk about some of these lows because the highs are awesome. Everybody loves it when you close a deal, when the check comes in, and those are great. But getting out of the lows or getting out of you don't even know you're in a low. You're just stuck in this analysis paralysis point of view. What are some of the things that you've done in the past when you recognize or to A, first recognize that you're at a low and then B, get yourself out of it? Yeah, well, I think that recognizing that you're in it can actually be pretty hard because you just don't really have any kind of desire to move forward. You know, you're down on yourself and it doesn't seem like a fun thing to have to go back and start doing the thing that probably made you feel like crap in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite thing to do when I'm in that place is to schedule some calls to encourage other people. Um, you know, it's just like, I mean, education, you were in education, you, you really don't start to internalize things until you teach them yourself. Mm -hmm. And so being able to do that has always been kind of one of my, it's what I do, you know, and what I am good at is breathing life into other people and helping them see things from another perspective. And so when I experience something that's kind of a bummer, um, I typically turn around and teach it as fast as I can. I had a really interesting shoot down the other day, um, and it was a brave – I stepped out. It was a brave call. I knew this woman made seven figures, and I also know that she needs a different business if she wants to make seven figures for the rest of her life. And so um, the response was super patronizing, and uh, you know, I think she called me cute or something. <laughs> Oops. Oh, hit that ego and and I, I just laughed and I was like, look, you guys, like this was this was big. This was like, yeah, it was brave. She called me out. She was right. It was a brave thing that I did. But am I upset and hurt or am I proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone and knowing that I was the first person to introduce this opportunity to her, this business to her, because she's going to know about it. She's going to hear about it. And eventually she's going to need to know what I was talking about. And so that's just like that's definitely um more MLM talk than than normal. But like when it comes to any of that stuff, it's being able to the mistakes you make, the lows that you hit, it's being willing to choose a mindset where you're you know that it's going to help you in some way. Like what can you learn from it? How could I have presented this differently? Um, how can I turn around and teach other people to do a better job of it? And I had something really else, like really good to say right there, but I lost it. I completely it's lost okay. It. You're like me. That stuff slips my mind all the time. But you did say something really cool, and I want to kind of go back to it. When you are in a low, you find a way to raise somebody else up. And I think that that's the becoming part that I think is so vitally important. Too many people miss right? You want to be like that person, you need to become that person, right? You need to become, meaning wake up at the same time they do, do the same type of work they do, listen to the same books or read the same books they do, listen to the same, like you got to become that person that you want to be. 
You wanted to become a happier individual. So you went out and gave what you wanted to receive. And I think that is super powerful and one of the greatest hacks because I love giving, right? It could be giving time, it could be giving money, it could be giving advice, whatever it is. But to see, like, educated, right? To see the light bulb just go bing and all of a sudden they get it, that's what I love to do. And then all of a sudden I'm back on that high. I got that energy again. I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, and, and kudos to you for doing that. That's huge. I mean, is is it intentional that that's, that's exactly what, did I hit it right? Is that what you do? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the truth is that you can't feel, you can't feel bad about yourself when you are supporting and helping somebody else. Like you you just can't, it's real hard to stay in that like deep depression pit (laughs) when you know that you've just helped somebody else level up, you know? So I think, you know, as a leader, which now I've been in this industry for four and a half years now, um, that's been probably one of my biggest life hacks when it comes to, you know, like I'm, I'm in this place, but how am I going to help somebody else? Yeah. Well, I think your podcast is also going to be doing that exactly. So as we running, rounding the corner here on our half hour, um, I want to make sure that people know about your podcast. Tell me a little bit about again, name, date is launching, what we can expect. It's level after next podcast. And I believe our launch date is June 25th right now. Um, and yeah, like I said, we're going to cover it all. Um, it's going to be solos, but also interviews with other, you know, authors. I, I don't know, maybe I'll get my psychologist on there to just let people all, all know how wild and crazy I am. It's going to be about mindset. (laughs) And while it's like, I know, like all the stuff, right. I'll bring one of my like college high school friends in and they can, they can tell the truth. No, but um, it's going to be about all of it. You know, like when you start a business, when you're an entrepreneur, it affects every single aspect of your life. It's going to be about managing finances. It's going to be about um, managing relationships, um, keeping that personal development at the core, mental health, which I'm a huge um, advocate for. I'm like ending the stigma, you know, and mm-hmm. um And then, of course, parenting, time management, it's all wrapped into one. And it's going to be a little wild and crazy because otherwise it would just be boring and I have no interest in that. So um, lots of expert interviews, lots of um, support and materials and um, one-on-one coaching. So I'm hoping it's going to be a lot of fun. Audio and, uh, and video? Yep. Both. All right. My last question, and this has to do with podcasting itself. Um, We are big on video testimonials. It's one of the ways that we grow the podcast. We literally take your video testimonial clips and we use them as paid ads to promote the podcast. Uh, So you're about to start a podcast. Um, I don't know if you started recording or you've already batched some stuff or not. But what was your experience like with the business bros? Everything from booking to being on the show. Yeah, you guys have this thing figured out. It's pretty incredible. I mean, just like all the different things that I could add in. And I think that you're just fun and amazing and uh, stuff I've never even thought about. So I it was an honor to get to be on, first of all. And second of all, yeah, you guys got this dialed and I got to take some notes for sure. Well, ladies and gents and Katie, if you need help, reach out to me. My, my, uh, my handle is at Business Bros Pod reach out businessbros.biz. We'd love to help you out, show you how we do this show so you can solo produce something that looks very professional, 
every single day if you want to, if you want to be as crazy as I am. Otherwise, once a week, once a month, that's fine. Put out some content. The idea is simple. Put out content on a regular basis. If you're in business, you need your media company first and then everything else second. Gary Vee said it, and I 100% agree. You need to be making content or you will be invisible. Nobody will know who you are uh, and it'll be much harder for you to grow your business. So create the content. Podcasting is one of the great ways. Katie's about to rocket and launch her podcast. Katie, before we head out, is there anything that I didn't ask you? Anything that I might have missed or anything that you wanted to get out? Final thoughts. You did not ask me why I chose Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot. Oh, okay, why? <laughs> Let's see, tell me, tell me. Wait, 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 hold on a second because uh, we, we need background music. Go ahead, tell me. Why did you pick, why did you pick, hit me with your best shot, Katie? Well, actually, the answer is a fewfold. One, I can slay this song in karaoke like you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Just destroy it. Number two, her daughter tried to steal my boyfriend in high school. What? And then and then when she failed, she took my ex-boyfriend, who is a total basket case, to prom just so I could like look at her. I don't know. How weird is that? Damn. He's about to be on some show and I'm like, I might watch it just to <laughs> just to just to laugh about it. Can you believe so, that? She hit you with her best shot. Went after two dudes. Two dudes. But you know what, Katie? That means you're still number one. She just got number twos all the way through. Yep. Don't underestimate <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. Hey, make sure you guys check out levelafternext.org. Levelafternext.org. Katie's gonna be launching her podcast. What was the date again? June. I don't know. June. June twenty fifth. I don't June even 25th. know. Look, sometime in June. If you need a business podcast that is going to be fun because Katie's going to hit me up. We're going to be talking about how she can create her podcast the way we do. Make sure you guys check her out, levelafternext.org. Just go to levelafternext.org. Cool little fl uh, flashy website, all kinds of great stuff. And then we'll have the when we're ready to rock and roll. Ladies and gents, we'll see you guys again a little bit later. Peace. Thank you. Out. Oops, too far. Wrong button. Thanks for watching The Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with The Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.